Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's the Impact Motivator, C.L. King. On Never a Day Off, ladies and gentlemen. I wanted to talk to you for a few minutes and pose a question to you. Is all hope lost in America? Is my job futile? Is this is this exploration of trying to find good in the world? Is it is it is it worthless? And so, since I have a few days off on the trail, I thought, hey man, I usually do this show at night. Why don't I do it right now? Impacting Life 24-7 is truly about impacting lives. So I want to come to you with a, I think, man, kind of got a heavy heart today because, you know, it is, it is, man, just one cycle after the other. It is one thing after the other. It's one catastrophic event after the other. And you know it is magnified exponentially because we have this thing called social media. And it is utterly impossible to just process one thing because so many things are happening so many things are taking place in the world that we can't we can't even digest the last thing that happened before another thing is thrown in front of our face and and you know i'm hosting we're hosting a forum Next month, on the anniversary of this of this tragedy there in Texas, hosting a forum to ask people, ordinary citizens, regular folks, not politicians, what are your thoughts on what we can do? What are your thoughts on on how we can we can get through this, how we can do things, put things in place to prevent this kind of junk from happening. So I tasked Greg with getting citizens and, and people and voices maybe that don't even align or agree with the impact motivator. And I said, we'll open this platform up to to discuss how we how we address this, man. I mean... We don't all have to agree to sit down at the table and have a discussion. And it, it, it's just, it's rather frustrating that we can't seem to get our folks that we spend so much time campaigning for and putting signs out for and rallying for and wearing baseball caps for and buttons and pins and everything else. We, we can't seem to get these folks to ever sit down and come to the table to discuss, even, even have a discussion on what we should do. That 
that frustrates me to no end because I'm just like, you know what? I have people that that I collaborate with that I don't necessarily agree with all their ideology. But then when I talk with them, I find that hey man, we got more in common than than I than I thought. Maybe our maybe our you know what I mean, the indicators that we carry around relative to being a political party affiliate is probably the wrong approach. We're going to stand on this party line because that's what we are. And I'm just like, and the cycle continues though. You follow what I'm saying? It's like, all right, you're going to be what you're going to be, but the cycle in our society is continuing and it's blasted before our face with an endless barrage utilized by this tool called social media. You can't escape it. I'm like scrolling through and people are posting the parents running into the school and, and, and man, we can't even, we can't even grieve without, without it being blasted in our face. And so I'm like, okay, so what do we do? Who's going to sit down at the table and discuss it? You're right, Lon. Love you, brother. Lon Jordan, an amazing content creator, my friend, my brother up there in Cleveland, Ohio. He says, man, it's so sad to hear what's going on in this country, man. It, it grieves us, man. It's like, that's why I titled this, this, this message to y'all, is all hope lost. See, because you know what 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 we saw, Lon, shortly after this tragedy in Texas is everybody, you know, coming up Monday morning, quarterback, armchair quarterback, discussing why, who's wrong and who's right, and told you so, and you should have known this, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, all y'all who who got this this proclivity to always come and give your commentary ain't doing squat in your community to make it better. Oh, you can feel the intensity in the impact motivator today. All this talk, all this armchair quarterback, and all this, well, who's wrong, and the D's are wrong, and the R's are wrong, and, and nobody understands what direction we're going in. That's why I told y'all that spatial disorientation is a real thing. We're saying down is up and up is down, and our society is upside down, and we don't even know it. So I'm asking you, is all hope lost? I'm asking you, is all hope lost? I'm tired of the status quo. And I told my team, I said, listen, man, I know this is I know this is tiptoeing out on on thin ice, but I want I want to host a forum of ordinary citizens on 624, 2022. That will be the anniversary, the one month anniversary of this tragedy in Texas. We're going to host it right here on Impacting Life 24-7 at 7 p.m. June 24th, 2022. We're going to do it. I'm going to have members of my team on there and we're going to have ordinary citizens, probably a panel of six or eight folks. And I hope by then I'll have our new soundboard so you can call in with your ideas too. But what we're not going to do on that day is sit around and point fingers. 
our fingers got a crook in them, yo. We we seem to be we seem to be the most skilled at pointing fingers and blaming the other side, if you will, than ever just offering up some ideas. You know, Danny Brunson, who is an amazing human being, he's our data analyst <laughs> at Impact Life 24-7. And the man is a busy man, so I have to catch him when I catch him. Sometimes we're, we're discussing stuff at midnight, brainstorming. And all this week, we have been just bouncing ideas back and forth about, man, what can we do? It's not going to be an eradication of the Second Amendment. So what can we do, bro? I mean, I'm, I'm serious. I'm, I'm interested in some ideas. I'm interested in, in having a discussion like real adults and, and putting some stuff out on the table. And then I want to take this whole salad that we put together and send it up to our elected officials. I mean, I'm going to start from the state and go all the way up to, to Congress, Senate, and the White House. I, I think they need to hear from the people, the, the, the boots on the ground, if you will. Because these other approaches that we're taking are not working. You know, I have my own feelings about guns. I'm not anti-gun. Never have been. I own a gun. I've always had a gun around my children growing up and explained to them the dangers of it, the power of it, the lethality of a gun. But I've always owned one. And I've always taught them about responsibility. I went with my son for him to buy his first rifle for hunting season. Explained to him it, he understands because he went hunting and he saw the results when he uh, was able to capture that deer. He saw that the 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 penalties for mismanagement of this item are often death. So in the King household, we have operated with. Clarity, accuracy, and respect for this lethal item called a gun. And our mission in ministry is not to go and kick some doors in somewhere and blast people up. We we understand what our what we understand the value of life. And, and we we are open about it. We discuss it, man. Like, like Jeremiah goes hunting with his Uncle James, and James is retired master guns, man, and he, he teaches that boy absolute safety. Like safety and respect and responsibility of this item is paramount above anything else. So 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 I can't I can't sit here and say hey man I'm ready because of what happened in Texas I'm ready to go ahead and put my guns out on the curb for a mass pickup 
There are there are people that are not ready for that. But yet on the other side, it's like we continue to see we got more mass shootings in this year than we have days in this year and we're just we're just back to our proverbial corners saying this is you're wrong and then this side you're wrong and then this side well this is what we need to do and then that side well this is what we need to do and we don't ever come to the middle and say okay man can we get something done it's all hope lost y'all in august 1914 the british imperial transit antarctic expedition left England under Ernest Shackleton's leadership. He planned to cross Antarctica from a base on the Weddell Sea via the South Pole. But the expedition ship called Endurance was trapped in the ice off the Caird Coast and drifted for 10 months before being crushed in the pack ice. The members of the expedition then drifted on ice flows for another five months and finally escaped in boats to the Elephant Island in the South Shelfland Islands, where they subsisted on seal meat, penguins, and even their dogs. Shackleton had five others sail. He took five others and sailed 800 miles to the South Georgia region in a whale boat on a 16-day journey across the stretch of dangerous ocean. His expedition failed, ladies and gentlemen. The boat was crushed. They tried to remain in there as long as they could and realized that the boat was going to soon become a cavernous grave for them. And here they are stuck. With, you know, they had an ambitious goal, Ernest Shackleton, to, to explore the South Pole. And because of circumstances that were beyond his control, the expedition was going to be deemed a failure. So his men are trapped there on the South Shetland Islands. And so Ernest Shackleton said, man, I've, I've got to try to get us some help. I've got to try to find a way out. <clears throat> Many wanted to revolt against Shackleton because of his ambitious goals to explore. In a dangerous time where exploration almost seemed impossible, Ernest Shackleton had a goal, he had a vision, he had a plan. He said, you know what? I see danger and calamity all around, but I still feel that we can make it. I still feel that we can get out of this situation. Ernest Shackleton was a, was a, was a visionary. 
And what we need right now, ladies and gentlemen, is we need some people to just stop saying we can't and let's find some visionaries that say we're still going to make it in this country. So Shackleton took this whale boat on a 16-day journey where the water was sloshing in, the cold water, the, the men didn't have any change of clothes. They were suffering from hypothermia. It seemed like the journey was going to be impossible. Day one, day two, out of food, uh, rationing the very bare minimums to try to make this 800-mile journey to go get some help to help his comrades stuck with the boat that was crushed. The earnest endurance was crushed. The vision and dream was crushed. Failure had become the norm. Until one man said, I know we've gotten ourselves in this position. I know circumstances around us don't look good. But we've got to try again. That 16-day journey across the stretch of dangerous ocean, he landed on the southern side of Georgia. Shackleton and his small crew then made the first crossing of the island to seek aid. Four months later, after leading four separate relief expeditions, Shackleton succeeded in rescuing his crew from the Elephant Island. Throughout the entire ordeal, ladies and gentlemen, not one of Shackleton's crew of the endurance died. Everything around them said, we're going to fail. The journey was absolutely impossible. The mission looked like a calamity. But someone said, we've got to try again. Because in our faces, it appeared that all hope was lost. But Shackleton, even though he led them on a mission of demise and failure, he said, we're going to try again. We've seen some senseless losses of life, ladies and gentlemen. The gravity of this situation is not even worth developing talking points. Those solemn moments that these parents are trying to process should, should be sovereign in our eyes. And I see reporters down there sticking microphones into the faces of these parents. And then with great rapidity, I see the left and the right going back to their proverbial corners to extend their bony, crooked fingers of blame to the other side. And my question is, where are, where are the Shacklefords? Shackletons. Where are the earnest Shackletons that will say, man, here's where we are. It appears to be a hopeless situation.
but I'm going to try again. If I can just get a few people to believe that we can make this 800-mile journey on this whale boat that was tattered and torn and bashed by the waves and sea, if I can just get a a mere morsel of people that will say, man, we're going to try again. My embrace and challenge to this nation is where are the Ernest Shackletons right now? In the midst of a failed expedition, in in the midst of, of our world seething and writhing in pain and agony because of the senseless, murderous actions of one individual, where are the people that will say, let's come together and try to fix this. I'm going to try on June 24th to bring people together that have ideas. Mark it on your calendar, June 24th, 7 p.m., right here live on Impact in Life 24-7. I challenge you, man. This story has riveted me for uh, quite some time. I'm always drawn to these types of stories where when we see everything around us failing, someone steps up and says, man, we're going to try. I'm not a politician, never will be one. I'm a president of my own company. (laughs) But at the end of the day, man, I'm just a human being. God called me to this platform to try to make a difference. I don't always shower you guys with platitudes of my faith. But I feel like Ernest Shackleton. I feel like, man, even though our boat is crushed by the ice, even though we've had to resort to to eating even the very animals that we brought, even though the 800-mile journey is going to seem almost impossible, I'm saying, man, let's try. I challenge you, ladies and gentlemen. Don't just approach this. We got to fix this from the grassroots. We got to fix this at the district level, at the community level, at the at the neighborhood level. We got to fix this. <clears throat> it's our responsibility. It's not just the 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 super bloated highly bureaucratic folks up in Washington, D.C. It's not just their responsibility. You know whose responsibility it is for us to fix this? Some of us got to say we're going to get in this whale boat like Ernest Shackleton and we're going to make the risky 800-mile journey to find a, a haven in Georgia and get a rescue boat to come back and save our lives. Ernest Shackleton said, man, I know everything is falling apart around us. But I will not, I refuse to sit here and continue to point fingers and blame. 
I refuse to say that because another tragedy has happened in America that America can't, can't try again. I refuse to say that my community isn't worth it. I refuse to say that the tug of war that we're no doubt going to experience because you've got your views and I've got my views. The tug of war is going to be there. But I will tell you this, that the 800 mile journey for safety is worth it. And I challenge you today to not just look at your side, but look at all sides and say, look, we got to come together to preserve life. We've got to. The answer to your question is all hope lost, and I say no. All hope is not lost. As long as there's life, there's hope. Join me on June 24th, 7 p.m., Friday, as we discuss some ideas. to get off this crushed boat and find refuge for our children. God bless you.